another not very busy news week, so I might as well wrap wrap it up with conversation with the uh, friend and contributor to Lacrosse Talk, and I so thank uh, Anthony Chergoski. Thank you for sharing your insight. Uh, I appreciate it. Other opinions are what this program is all about. The Supreme Court, interesting, they'll hear arguments about why they should hear arguments about voter fraud. Uh, What's your take on what the Supreme Court will do today or over the next couple of days? Well, Mike, I'm really glad that we can have this conversation because it illustrates a very important concept about the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court gets thousands of requests each year to hear cases, and out of those thousands of requests, they maybe agree to hear about 100 each year. So a lot of people focus on, you know, well, the Supreme Court took up this big case. I wonder what they're going to decide. I wonder how Roberts is going to go. I wonder how I wonder I wonder if the liberal wing will stick together. A lot, you know, we're we're focused on Supreme Court cases once the case is in motion. But I would argue that the decision of whether or not to hear the case in the first place is equally, if not more consequential, just because so few cases actually get heard by the Supreme Court. So any case that does get heard by the Supreme Court would would immediately become a big deal. And so that's why I'm so glad that we can uh, reflect on this particular issue and, and just how important these decisions are. It's interesting. You're right. And I wonder, I certainly have no idea yet how many cases the Supreme Court says no to. You, we all hear about the cases that they have agreed to hear, uh, but I wonder how many cases they said no to before they got to their list of seven or eight or nine, whatever the case load they'll take on during a session? It's well over 90%, Mike, of the cases that get filed with them that they do not agree to hear. And so, so, you know, by far the most common outcome is that when someone files a case with the Supreme Court, it goes nowhere. And so it's a massive victory. And, And in this case, for the people who are filing this case, it would be a massive victory to even get the case heard, and especially because you have a conservative majority on the Supreme Court. So, you know, if I, w- I actually would say for this particular case, just getting the thing on the docket, getting the thing heard, is arguably the major obstacle. Well, and does that does that uh, a telescope uh, have any any thought process from the Supreme Court? The fact that they agreed to hear arguments. Are people saying, "Ah, oh, see, they're thinking about it, and we got a case. We better, we better bring our A game. They're going to look at it. We're going to win. It's going to be awesome." Or is it just one of those flip a coin? It's a miracle. They're going to hear our case. So, in order to hear a case, Mike, four of the nine Supreme Court justices have to agree to hear the case, and that can be a surprisingly high bar sometimes, but. If there is a case that is highly important, and I would say that the Supreme Court would view any case concerning election integrity as highly important, and they have taken a lot of cases regarding voting in the past, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if they do so again. I, I, you know, I was reviewing their docket, and they've got a number of cases related to voting. Uh, one case that they're considering, uh, in, in addition, is is a case about if independent third parties can collect 
absentee ballots from people, the so-called kind of like ballot harvesting thing. Sure. So it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me at all if given everything that happened and all of the disputes that came up during the 2020 election, if we do get some consequential rulings from the Supreme Court about voting in the upcoming uh, year or two. Can you imagine that the Supreme Court will say, we've decided to hear this, this, and this voter fraud case. We will not hear these other voter fraud cases. Is that even a possibility? It, it, it very much is, Mike. And I think it just depends on the particulars of the case. I do think that the Supreme Court wants to weigh in on election integrity because, goodness knows, it has plenty of cases and plenty of controversies yeah. to pick from. I, it is worth noting that they did reject the Texas lawsuit aimed at sort of overturning the Electoral College and I believe that at that point, you know, I, I think that that was sort of self-inflicted damage, honestly, by Trump's legal team. That, you know, Bill Barr, for example, President Trump's former attorney general, was saying that, you know, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were just getting caught up in these weird conspiracy theories. And so it was easy to kind of laugh them out of court and not deal with the real issues concerning election integrity. So so I guess maybe the key here would be to not get caught up in these sort of wild conspiracy theories and to get down to the nuts and bolts of just how the laws were interpreted and how the laws were carried out during the 2020 election, when a lot of quick decisions had to be made regarding how the election would be administered. And obviously, those decisions are fair game for the courts to review. Well, and, and making those kinds of changes during the election, when, when Pennsylvania right. changes its laws uh, the day before Election Day, uh, that you know, that's uh, uh, there's some irregularity there. It'll be interesting to see. Do you, how long do you suppose it'll be before we hear back? The Supreme Court will be listening today, and probably, uh, well, I don't know. Do they hold court over the weekend? They'll be listening for the next few days. When will they speak to us? Well, the thing is, like, uh, if you, if you thought Congress goes at a slow pace, yeah. <laughs> just just look at the Supreme Court. Uh, they do not move at a fast pace, but if I, I would expect that we would see kind of a decision either way within the next several months. Um, so don't expect fast action when you're dealing with anything related to the Supreme Court. But when the Supreme Court weighs in on something, it is the final say. It is the top court in the land. So in many cases, it is worth the wait. All right. Well, and you you think it'll be months. All right. So I guess I don't have to worry about finding time to talk to you on Monday because <laughs> they'll still be listening. Anthony Tregoski, thank you very much. A political science professor at the University of Wisconsin La Crosse. I appreciate your insights. Thanks very much. Uh, we will talk again. Probably not Monday because the Supreme Court will still be listening then.